Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, September 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part three of the three part C Fi Space, Lunk, Luna, and other banter. Let's take a fucking listen. If there's no more comments on the NFT question, I wanted to go back to belly buttons for a moment. Um, I was just wondering, you know, someone at some point asked the question about if a woman has no belly button, uh, what does that mean in terms of rotation? Does that mean that we should uh, consider consider that woman differently? Uh, coach, uh, I was wondering, perhaps does this mean if, if a woman has no belly button, they have no soul? And if they have no soul, does that mean these rules of attraction and repulsion do not apply? Uh, curious on your thoughts. I don't know. I, I think there are certain births where the, the baby um, has a belly button that forms over. Sefi, do you know anything about this? I have certainly seen people with very tiny belly buttons or no belly button at all. Um, Sefi, could you maybe elucidate and exploit on this? He seems to have, have left us. Mm, that's fine. That's fine. Um, the other subject I wanted to bring up uh, was going back to the very beginning of this conversation about two hours ago. Uh, I was thinking about alternative medicine and the practice of chiropractors. Now, I believe chiropractors... Oh my God, I was thinking about that earlier. That's so weird. Oh, that's, that is interesting. <laughs> ah. What's your star sign? Um, uh, oh my God, we were talking about that yesterday. Uh, Virgo, yeah. sun. Oh, shit. Okay, well, there you go. Um, right. Ow. Well, what's wait? You can't. What's yours? You can ask that, and then not. I don't. I don't actually know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we can talk about that later. Go ahead. Sorry. Fine. No worries. Uh, so chiropractors, alternative medicine. Now, this is an example of something everybody's kind of accepted that people kind of popping your back around is doing some good. They're talking about adjustments. You know, like I'm going to bang your spine. I'm going to twist your neck really fast. It's going to make a cracking noise. This is good for you. And because you feel like something like quite, quite physical, you're like, shit, that must have done something. Uh, I'm told it's good. So I guess I'll keep coming back and paying money. But it turns out there's alternative medicine uh, and it has no clinical basis. There's no evidence to show that the chiropractors actually do anything good for you. Um, so again, Sefi is obviously like the man to talk about this, but he seems to have passed away. Um, uh, Grover, just talking about that. I mean, are we talking about this in a serious fashion, or are we doing the usual? Just because I know how sometimes these conversations go. No, no, this is actually completely true. If you look at the but, NHS uh, website, that your your GP will never refer you for a chiropractor session. Um, yeah, but because they, they do the same thing with marijuana as well. And marijuana, they, they talk about how the psych psychosomatic effects and all that crap that comes of it. But a lot, the last time I had a you know, blunt. I felt pretty fucking relaxed after, even though no, you know, no marijuana is, is proven to have an effect, which is 
yeah, all these all these things but, you just talked about. That what I'm saying about the NHS is let's be realistic. As Brits, we know the NHS as great as it is to have free healthcare. If I, it, it, it's shit. Like the healthcare they provide is is absolute bullshit. Like half the time, and a lot of the diagnoses are wrong. Like I can give you an example with my grandfather. He uh, just just after I was born, he used to be a billboards. Got you know, the guys that put the billboards up. He fell off, and he spent fifteen years investigating what's wrong with his back. He's fucked now. Like he, he literally doesn't move from the couch, and it turns out he just had a slip disc, dude. I, I I'll be honest. When it comes to the NHS, I I I I've got to a point where I don't trust them. And that's from a very serious standpoint, you know. But with some, chiropractors, well, well, my, my some, some doctors say that chiropractors are actually like, um, like could be really bad. Like they could actually like fuck something up even worse. <laughs> and like with a slip disc, you'd like a physical therapist might be more the route you would go. But like slip discs are something that even like like you might have to go to like a neurosurgeon to fix something like that. And 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 Addie's absolutely correct here. Uh, Maybe Philly will uh, back me up on this, but being a medical practitioner myself, uh, there's two major disciplines from MD and uh, DO. And ironically, my primary physician is a DO, you know, and it's two thoughts of approach holistically versus specifically in medicine. You know, and for years, DOs were thought of as the C minus D plus students that couldn't get into med school. But that's not the case. You know, uh, my primary, I don't see myself switching from him anytime in the near future, you know, but I appreciate the holistic view. Of, of that discipline. Me personally, I know a shitload about a sliver of medicine. Emergency medicine's my forte, you know, but it, medicine in the whole, that's huge, you know, and sometimes we get, even as practitioners, we get tunnel vision, you know, and that's why there are spec- specified disciplines within medicine for practitioners. But anyway, I'm talking too much. Poonut already knows that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like I don't even have my hand up when you started speaking. Is it any different than any other space, brother? I'm glad to see you here. You were, like I said, if we're the smartest people in the room, we're in the wrong fucking room. This is a great room, great space, great host and hostess. And uh, I'm going to shut the fuck up so we can learn some shit. Okay, well, I had a question. Um, are, we, are we still talking about the belly button, or have we moved on from that? Because uh, I had a very, very important question. No, it's a, it's a free, free and open discussion. I also um, don't, I don't want to be too. We, I don't want to say whether we're constrained to this topic at all. This is only a small little crumb among the vast landscape of culture and art we are able to talk about. You know, don't feel constrained here. You can go anywhere at any time. Okay, well, I was just wondering, um, maybe you guys know the answer to this. Uh, I was wondering, like, so there's different types of belly buttons, right? There's the innie, and there's the Audi, and then there apparently, uh, you guys said that there's a no belly button. Um, I was just wondering, if, if a woman has an Audi belly button, is, is she more likely to possibly penetrate you? Because um, the reason why I'm asking is because, from what I understand, I'm, um, I, I think they 
they call me a sissy boy. I'm, I'm not sure. I think like, so like DMAC has explained to me in the past. Um, so that I, I, because I'm not into sports and I'm not a gigantic football fan that I need to be penetrated to, to continue to stay in that state. And, and I, I don't want to be a football fan. Um, so, so, and, and my major problem is, is that, um, I'm not physically attracted to men. Um, I don't like the taste of semen and we've tried to fix that. And I, it turns out I do not like the taste of condoms either. Um, and, and, uh, and uh, let me stop right, right oh, there. Okay, I mean, yeah. Puna, I mean, so so here, here's the thing. Your issue is you lack testicular fortitude and, and you're trying to fortify that area. So being neither an, any or an Audi, um, I, I, I don't know the status of when you were born and the condition of your umbilicus or your umbilical cord or your genes. However, as a young man, um, football's not the answer, sir. I mean, that's that's the generic, you know, Tylenol as a young man, as a child, you know, to enhance your testicular fortitude. Um what I would recommend is stay away from soy products right now that anything that would uh, lower your estrogen, uh, because it sounds like you're, you're estrogen deprived. Don't I, was just wondering, I was just wondering, cause I was thinking that if, if maybe if the girl had an Audi belly button, that she would be more likely no, 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 to penetrate no, 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 me and then I don't have to worry about the guy. No, no, no. You don't, you do not want to be penetrated in any way at all. Are you asking that because like you're thinking maybe like an Audi belly button is more like phallic in a way? Is that oh, Addy, Addy, that's, that's, that's what I'm, I'm deriving from here. Yeah, uh, that's sort of what I'm gathering. So, 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 yeah. Um, keep your testicular fortitude intact. However, do not allow yourself to be penetrated. If you need to get some more testosterone, I would recommend watching charts, even making some some shitcoin plays to spark your testosterone levels from being infuriated you know get, get yourself a small bag of saitama or or safe moon or, or whatever the shit coin is of the day don't do, any, don't do any serious investing but just just do that and and i'm not talking about hurt yourself financially i'm talking about you know candy bar money you know because right now you can get big bags for candy bag money of shit coins but as you watch those candy bars decrease in value to fractions of chocolate, you're going to be enraged. And it, rage is good because that stimulates your testosterone. You know, that, that, that's, that's where the alpha is going to start spawning and regenerating in you. But, but, but stay away, you know, from penetration. Alphas penetrate. They, they are not ones to be penetrated. The only time that an alpha is penetrated is through the simple gesture of a kiss. That's the only time a woman meets a man halfway and she actually penetrates us. 
in that gesture. Most don't think about it that way, but that that that's that's some alpha for you, you know. And at the same time, she opens up what she's not going to say in her mouth, but through her soul in that moment. If you're fucking listening and know how to listen. Well, well, this one awry. I mean, a month ago, I thought you were telling me that I needed to be penetrated, and now. You know, my life has been changed and all this stuff. And now you tell me this, I, I, this is, this, I got to tell you is some fucking misunderstanding. Holy shit. Um, I, 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 I listen, I, I mean, I, if you absolutely want to be penetrated, we have several friends in our spaces that have been in prison, uh, our prison, former prison employees, you can get that tour. I don't recommend it, you know? Um, but they will fuck a Halloween, you know, haunted house. You know, we're we're going into the fall months, so you got we got about two months, and we we can get you that scared straight tour. You know, where if you really want to be penetrated, there'll be plenty of volunteers, but I don't recommend it. All right, guys, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I gotta call my ex girlfriend and tell her that um that we can get back together now if uh so uh damn i hope she understands okay thank you good luck yeah i'm, I'm actually going for uh the fact that it's 1 a.m and for some reason i'm still in this fucking space so night guys have a great one <laughs> good luck guys night brothers one of, one of my favorite things about this space is that i always forget that it's recorded um <laughs> and then uh you know People get to listen to this again. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like it about that. I often listen back in like a different. I don't know, like I'd like to. I like to start playing it and maybe put kind of some kind of um, romantic music on, maybe Whitney Houston or something like that. Mariah Carey. I like to get my coconut oil out. I like to lather my body up, and maybe get one of my massage guns and start like you know vibrating different parts of my body and stuff. It's a different experience because right now I'm just sitting at a desk. I'm I'm stone cold sober. But to have the same experience go through my ears and and interact or juxtapose with a new sensory experience and a new sexuality and emotionality with the same content is fascinating, I think. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what happened to... Did, yeah, I was just going to say, where did Sefi go? It's really rude. Thinking maybe phone call, but I don't know. Possibly saving a life. Alex. I know, like, rude of him to prioritize maybe his patience over this space, but whatever. Um, Actually, I was wondering, uh, Terra Spaces, I think, religiously joins these these rooms, um, and he records them, and he edits them. So what I was really hoping for is, well, like a, an annual best of, or maybe a, <laughs> like, annuals in... Like I'm projecting, we're going to do this for a year, like 365 days of, of uh, Lunkdown spaces where maybe we get David Glockenspiel, you know, who knows, who knows who we might get on. It could be, it could be anyone really, um, like the possibilities are endless. Any kind of crypto celebrity or maybe even real world celebrities too. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that annual, that annual uh, best of maybe like, 50 to 100 best clips, best 20, 20 to 30 minute clips um, for everyone to go back and listen to. And, and Coach was sort of suggesting there, you know, 
Um, you can you can do that in a sensory sort of sensual way if you'd like to with, with oil and candles um, or a normal way. And uh, perhaps we could commercialize it and put it on a disc, sell it. We could sell the disc. I don't think people do that anymore, though. Uh, we could put it on Spotify and use the uh, the streaming revenue to burn lunk. How about that? There you go. There's an idea. That's a great idea. I think um, Terra Spaces is in here, so hopefully they're taking notes because that is really quite brilliant. One of my favorite things about David Gockenstein or Gockenstein or Cocken or whatever the fuck his name is, one of my favorite things about him uh, yesterday was no matter how many subtle times we tried to let him know what was actually going on in this room, and no matter how many times Addy tried and tried to just give him just a subtle hint of what possibly goes on in this room, um, he never got it. He never figured it out at all. He he just did not have the openness or ability to figure out what is going on around him. That's because some smart people are really dumb at the same time. Do you think he's smart? Seven R? No, I think he he pretends to be smart. Mm. Yeah, that's a good read. Uh, I just came here because I heard DMAC giving you guys advice about relationships. DMAC, what's your advice on relationship again? Be an alpha? Uh, he went away. What's up, guys? I just don't think he, he's obligated to respond to your questions, given their vagary and their confronting nature. Yeah, well, maybe if you had a specific question, he would, he would like be able to provide some insight. No, he's one of my best friends, so... Oh, I'm so just he's just nagging you now? I'm, I'm just teasing him right now. Uh, Coach B, you're talking about confronting. Uh, that's not me confronting, just just me te- teasing. If I was to confront, I would come here with my real profile, and you see who I am. Yeah, but the purpose of teasing is to, to maybe unfold and unwind someone sexually and get them turned on and aroused or at least playful. And it's not working. So I don't think it's teasing. Teasing is defined by like the effect on the person. D-Max just not getting hot, is he? He's not getting wet. I think you talk about sexuality a lot. Maybe you lack some intimacy in your life. You're the one failing to get laid here. Ah, uh, no. I'm good. But anyhow, nice talking to you people. Have a good one. Have a great day. Coach, yeah. on your nerves. DMAC, I hope you get yourself a woman, man. Stop beating that meat off. And have a good yeah, day. Not, not Lucifer, if you can Yo, get that out of here. Not me, that was Kunuk. I, 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 my, my booty uh, roster is fine. Um, it was Kunuk that was having the problems with penetration, not me. My testicular fortitude is intact. So yeah, we're, we're, we're good. But enjoy your night, guys. I'm, I'm pulling my barbecue off my grill right now. So excuse me for one sec. Yeah, I'll be taking my shower and heading out too. Have a great day, guys. See you. Later. This space is in a period of grieving and mourning um, for the loss of our grandfather, Sefi. Um, I think at this stage, we've realized how much we depend on him and and uh, the way that spaces fall apart without his presence. 
I don't think any of us are independently socially capable of having a conversation without no. Sefi. Yeah, we're like, it's like we're lacking sort of a shepherd here to guide us. Um, no, I have no idea. I have absolutely no clue uh, what the hell we're supposed to talk about. Uh, what about the weather? It's pretty, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cold out there, right? Uh, no, shit, it's hot. Fuck, fuck. Wait, <laughs> cold in the US? Is that what you meant? Is it cold where you guys are? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Sorry for bringing up the weather. It's okay. But like, I, I think we can all admit that we are socially inept without Sefi here. And I think many times what we call a conversation is in fact Sefi just talking about things on a kind of a continuous 30-minute ramble covering medicine and AI and crypto and other topics. Um, and, and that gives us the sense that, you know, we are here talking, but really we're not. We're just listening. We're, we're, we're learning. We're sitting passively and absorbing um, and making occasional interjections. But alone, without the presence of Sefi, I think this space has just fallen apart completely. I think this is a, a total failure. What do you think, Kerry? Yes, I agree. I'm very upset. I'm just sitting here speechless. I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. So who else um, has a crush on Sefi? Maybe we could go around in a circle and talk about like our feelings for Sefi and, and maybe the progress we've made trying to sleep with him. Um, I'm happy to talk about this if no one else is. So yeah, I guess the problem is like, so Sefi, obviously, I'm, I'm very attracted to his personality, uh, to his knowledge. He's, he's very knowledgeable. Um, I don't really know what he looks like, but the problem is the image I have in my head is like a little blonde boy you know, like a little blonde uh, Fallout uh, boy character. And and then he has the voice of a 65-year-old uh, clinical, I don't know, what, what does he do? He's a, he's a pulmonary, some, something or another, some kind of medical professional. And, and the two kind of gel together. I don't really find physically attractive um, as a cartoon blonde boy. So... I'm going to have to say, uh, you know, I haven't made any great progress in trying to sleep with him, but certainly uh, in, in sort of a, in more of an emotional, like a friendship, a close friendship, I would like to strive to, to be a closer friend to Sefi um, so that we can lean on each other in times when we uh, really need each other. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Grover. Dr. Kerry, is there anything you want to say about your, your ongoing attempts to, to fuck Sefi? Yeah, I mean, I've tried, but really, I'm just the VGX girls. They're so into him, and we've been trying for, you know, a year now. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited when he gives me a little bit of attention. So I'll just be happy with that. Beautiful. Jonathan, you here? Hey, Coach Bruce. Yes, I am. Um, you know, I just, uh, I find intelligent people to be, ridiculously attractive and uh this room has been a just just a wonderful um retreat from the boring twitter spaces and i appreciate sefi's uh range as you said from ai robotics uh world history dictatorships so uh but you know bruce i do think you're underselling your abilities as well maybe you know i, I think you do a decent job as well 
So I just want to say that. <clears throat> I thank you as well. And Addie's, Addie's, you know, I love Addie's perspectives as well. I think Addie's does a great job as co-host and um, a lot of sharp people in this room, which, which is uh, a joy because I'm, I'm getting you know, as much as I want to educate people about crypto and everything else. I feel like a lot of people can't be helped and by making fun of things, I think people actually pick it up a little bit better. So uh, it's been a pleasure. He didn't mention me as one of the intelligent people in the room. Did you guys notice that? Oh, well, I mean, I, I obviously Dr. Kerry is a part of this as well. But, you know, we, we kind of had our relationship. Um, we had an existing relationship before you uh, brought me into this room. And I went through my initial half an hour um, initiation hazing uh, moment, uh, which I remember fondly about our threesome with uh, Coach Bruce or a miniaturized version of Coach Bruce at the time, I believe that was. So uh, thank you. Beautiful. Would anyone else like to speak about um, their attempts to seduce Sefi or maybe uh, their sexual experiences with him so far? Yeah, I'd like you, to share. Oh, sorry, Carrie, you can go first. No, that's a cat fight. No, just quickly. I think it's interesting that someone brought up like thinking about the best doves for um, from Terra Spaces. We should maybe think of like. Um, him looking for the best attempts to like seduce Sefi and all those hours and hours of uh, long nights of Terra spaces. Mm. Like best best seduction of Sefi category. There's there's definitely a sense that Sefi responds to persistence, right? It's really the people who have been in spaces the longest with him. It's like he it's like there's a sense that he rewards loyalty and companionship. Um, over the long course with sexual openness. Like he's become a lot more open to me lately. I don't know where he is now. I don't know whether this is like, I think what he's doing now is similar to when a girl texts a guy and she takes like, no, and he takes like two hours to respond. And he's there the whole time. Like he's holding himself back. He really wants to respond to her. But at the same time, he's like, oh fuck, if I, if I don't respond immediately, then maybe she'll start missing me or maybe she'll assume I'm busy or something. You know, one of those conscious manipulations. I think that's what he's doing now. He's like, he's he's there listening, but he's stepping back and he's letting us fight over him. Um, and he's letting us kind of have our own little hierarchy and competition. A lot like the the Colosseum and the Gladiators. I think this is the modern incarnation of it. Grover, you're also watching UFC. Uh, no, I don't have a good link. Let me I was trying to watch it on Twitch. Like an idiot. No, that's ridiculous. One sec. How far into the card are we? Are we? Uh... I sent it on the. I sent it on Telegram. Ah, uh, sweet. Thank you. I sent it to your comrade Dex account. My what? It hasn't arrived yet. Oh, sorry. Nothing. Look on Telegram. I've sent it. Coach Bruce, Received. may I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I had asked before about the Akashic records, but you were taking a poo. Do you have any familiarity with that? Um, I don't visualize the Akashic Records as some kind of a library or something. I think that all information in the universe is accessible by anyone at any time. Um, like like in a, in a simple sense. I think that, that if your consciousness is of a sufficient openness and clarity, and if your intent is is strong, then you can learn things or channel forms of wisdom and 
access certain things. Um, not in a complete way, but certainly in like a, a probability, like a probabilistic way or an imagery way that, um, are outside of the material scope of your mind. Yeah. So I think that is, yeah, like I've messed with a lot of stuff in the past, like a lot of spiritual stuff, exploring, um, accessing different things and past lives and, and, uh, you know, trying to, to channel forms of wisdom and, and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's true. But um, I think it's, I don't think the average person can do anything like this. I think it takes quite a long, long training <laughs> and, and getting your mind to sufficient level to be open to these things and to get rid of your own bullshit. Because most people just have, you know, an immense amount of stories playing out in their own heads 24-7. So they lack the, they lack the clarity of um, receptiveness to really access anything like this. You know, if they think they're reading something, it's usually their own bullshit. Interesting. Thank you. But it depends what it's for, right? Like, I, I don't know. A lot of people also get into this stuff, but they would be much better taking actions in their lives. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I was just asking you because I've done a lot of reading and, and I'm getting back into all that stuff. And I just found an Akashic record like file. But I always, I didn't really, I never really understood it. It just was too complicated for me. Um, so I was just, you kind of have an easy way of explaining things. So that's what I was asking. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like think past life regression and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I would say that on a simple level, like the, the ground of reality or the fabric of reality is, is consciousness or awakeness or awareness. And then, um, the apparent like material manifestations matter. And, and, and all these, these things that seem to imply a sense of um, separateness and solidity are all more or less like a, an illusion within that. Um, and in reality, everything is, is right here. Um, it's just that we believe it isn't. And I think like if, if people have experiences or opennesses and, and they, you know, they have a transition where they're, maybe their, their perception of self or their sense of self falls away and they realize that, hey, you know, this this experience of life is is utterly equal all the way through all of these sensations and perceptions this apparent world my own self my own body my own mind other people and everything in the universe is is fundamentally made of the same thing it has the same fragrance the same taste the same nature it's this 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 perfect here-ness and nowness and beingness always awake to itself where it is if they have this this strong sense a kind of a I don't know. It's a spiritual transition from from being this, from taking yourself to be an ordinary person living in the world with a little contracted sense of self, navigating a frightening world, and everything is unsafe, and you could die, and and people could attack you and stuff. To to more of an expansive view of like what's actually happening, seeing it clearly. When you make that transition, then a lot of things just seem obvious in a way. Um, and one of those obvious things is that. Uh, everything that is life is is accessible by you now because you are consciousness. Um, that is your your nature. It's what is looking out of your eyes. And everything manifested is also that. It's the same thing. There's no separation anywhere. So why not? Yeah, I does guess. That, does uh, yeah, Doctor Kerry, does that does it all make sense now? A little bit. A little bit. I just was thinking about <laughs> who's that. Oh, the resistance, like getting rid of that resistance so that you believe that everything that you need is here. And, you know, I'm just trying to think, like, how do you rip off the Band-Aid and really trust that everything is here and now and not panic at all at all? You know, like, say someone like quits their job tomorrow. Do they really have enough? 
for sure they do. But is it like a wise decision to do something like that? I'm not going to do that, Bloom. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, I don't think it means that. Like, I don't know. I, I think that's a different thing. Like, um, I think there's there's still wise decisions to make, right? You can't be reckless. You can't just do anything. Right. Maybe in, in many ways, like people want to leave things, just aren't grateful for, for the way they are, like provided for already. So I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I think you're talking about a different thing. Yeah. And interestingly enough, you know, a lot of these cliches are, are accurate over time because they're, they're applicable and they make sense. I mean, that sounds like a grass is greener type of thing, you know? You know, we, we don't, we, we conflate, you know, we discount perhaps the good, the gratefulness and the good things in our life for what could be. And I feel part of happiness essentially is accepting where you are in life and uh, maybe perhaps doing your best. Uh, of course, being a, a two sport athlete in college, you know, I, I maybe I understand that a little differently because you have to work at it too. You have to really grind sometimes. <clears throat> I think maybe the access to the answers of what to do is always there. We have to work to kind of get those answers sometimes or put yourself into a, in a better mental state. Mm. And also the, like one of the primary mental stories is there's, there's something wrong in this moment. Right. And there usually never is. Like if we look at our current experience, you're probably safe. You're probably here conscious. You're probably healthy on average. Um, you probably have a roof over your head. You probably have food. There's, there's really no, in, in most people's lives right now in this moment, there's no fundamental reason that, that anything should be other than it is. It's just like a mental story that it's not good enough or maybe sensations in the body of restlessness of, of needing to get somewhere. But fundamentally, like if you are awake and alive in any one moment, it's 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 fundamentally perfect as it is by the fact that it's here. Right. So like I think even in the manifestation domain and, and self-development and other things, it's like this constant kind of restlessness. And and often that restlessness, that that base sense of things aren't OK as they are, gets directed into practices like manifestation and stuff. But in reality, it's it's just it's it's already always okay as it is, and um, my sense of life is like is like, um, it's like if if you imagine you were born or you woke up for the first time one second ago, right? So you open your eyes now, and you emerge into life in this moment, and here it is, like dazzling, magnificent, all of the sensations and perceptions all of the, the apparent sense of the body and you look down and there are your hands and you look around and there are all these fascinating things, these colors, these shapes, um, the sky, the birds, whatever else, you know, everything is, is unnamed because you've never seen it before. If you imagine just waking up into this moment exactly as it is and, and the sense of, of awe and mystery and gratitude you would have for just landing here, somehow like plonking down, like you've just woken up for some reason uh, for no rhyme or reason, like you've you've been gifted this life, this experience that you currently have, um, just just in the very last second you've woken up. Um, that that's that's my kind of perception of life. It's it's just right here. It's a gift. It's grace. Not another second is guaranteed. And also, there's no history. You you've just essentially woken up into this moment. Because what is memory after all? 
you know, memory comes into our heads. It's, it's transient thoughts that appear in the mind, that appear in consciousness, and they refer to an apparent past. But what are they? They're just thoughts themselves, and they also appear in consciousness. They're not anything substantial of themselves. Um, from the, the subjective perspective of, of being you, looking out of your eyes now, being aware now, there's no evidence at all that you've actually had a life, that you've actually had a history, that you've been awake and aware at all beyond uh, the last second. Like, if you think about it from a very aware present moment perception, you've essentially just woken up into this moment. And, and for whatever mystery, your, your awakeness, your experience seems to contain this, this magical world, this mystery. Um, so it's like, for me, I have that kind of level of, of gratitude and awe to, to reality. And I think it's just a fucking mystery, like how, how we've woken up and how we continue to wake up every single moment to, to the continued unfoldment of the world and how every single second is never guaranteed. It just seems to be here as a, as a pure gift. Like you can explain something like consciousness in terms of biology, maybe. Uh, you, can, you can try to anyway. Neuroscience is still obviously very confused about how the fuck it even happens. You know, we're looking at all these weird types of cells and stuff. They, they're, they're digging down these really reductionist rabbit holes to try and find things and can't find anything. But even if there was an explanation, like why you and why this body and why, why, why right now do you feel this awakeness to be you and why this perception of the world? You know, why, why this right now as it is? And, and has there really been a history of your life? Like outside of the reference to thoughts and memories, has there really been a past history of your life or have you just woken up now? Like, <laughs> do, you, do you see what I mean? It's, for me, there's this sense of, of being a newborn baby or waking from a dream in every moment. And that's like a very um, suffused perception in the fabric of all experience. So, so for me, there's this like fundamental sense of why would I want to get somewhere when it's so mysterious and so perfect? And so um, I'm so like unentitled to this current experience of life. It's, it's magical. It's amazing. It's, it's awe-filled and it's mysterious and interesting. So like a lot of me, Kerry, I'm like, there's no real drive to get anywhere. If I mess with manifestation or, or you know, the Akashic records or something like that, it's from this spirit of play. But the, the fundamental ground of being that is my current experience is, is, is perfect already as it is. And, and any little curious directions are like a kind of a, a childlike play, an exploration, a curiosity, something unneeded, something never wanted um, in a certain sense. But, but at the same time, like we're here and there is this life and, and it somehow seems to be the contents of experience that we could play with. So why not? That was yeah. a fucking terrible speech, coach. What the hell are you talking about, man? You're normally very good at this, and that was that was that was the worst the worst one you've given in a long time. So I I, I don't know Sorry. where it's come from. Uh, what, is, what does everyone think about atom as a as an asset? Right. Thank you. Uh, what do I think about atom? Well, it's uh, it's definitely going in a certain direction. It could be up or down. Um, it's a crypto coin, and it's based on some kind of nuclear uh, physics analogy. What do you think about what, what do you guys think about the atom coin? Katie, what do you think about atom? Um, maybe someone can enlighten me on this because I don't know anything about Se atom. Yeah, it's cool. Sefi, maybe you want to talk to Katie about atom, give her an intro. I don't know what you told Addy, but she bought it. So maybe you can repeat the same thing with improvements. Uh, KT, what kind of, uh, things do you like to buy, like collect is it jewelry, um, like certain bags, maybe you have like a sock collection. 
Uh, what do you like? No, I would say jewelry and like shoes. Okay, so you like jewelry and shoes just for the um, fun of it, or do you like collect them, like because you're like you have fancy shoes and you like to collect them? Hmm, I'm not sure how to answer that. Um. Well, I mean, do you have like a special shelf where you keep shoes that you're gonna collect, like really, you know, maybe like some Michael oh, no. Jordans or whatever the hell, right? Like, is there, you know, you have like a little collection of like. You know, shoes like that you, you plan on not really wearing so much as you're like, you're like storing them up to. Maybe someday, but at this point in my life, I do not have shelves of shoes that I don't wear. Katie, you like, do you have a sock in your mouth or something? There's a bit of muffle. I think, uh, I don't know. It's like you're inside a giant pillowcase or you've got a sock in your mouth or something like that. It sounds like oh, you're actually, embarrassed. Can you hear me now? I think my. Oh, so much better. Oh, okay. My headphones are messed up. Um, no, I said I don't have shelves um, where I put shoes. I don't at this point in my life. That's so, so what kind of what kind of jewelry do you like? Do you like diamonds? Do you like uh, gold? Like what? Mm, I like silver. I like. Um, sorry, are we talking about cryptocurrency? I'm kind of confused. Uh, well, I'm getting He's to know you a little to bit, make, right? Like an analogy that he'll he'll try to connect back. Yeah. You know, you know when you know when um, they do that typical sales thing, like sell me a pen, and uh, the, the 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 beginner's approach is like, yeah, this pen is great. It, it it's like 200 grams. You can write for for like a mile of 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 the the black ink. You know, it's going to last you for years. Blah blah. That's the wrong way to do it. The right way to do it is like to ask like why the person would need a pen. Like what are they going to use it for? And then later you adapt the pitch to that. That's what Sefi's doing. He's trying to like mine for details and then he'll adapt the the atom coin to suit your preferences. Well, sort of like how, okay, you like uh, shoes because you like to wear them. They have some like purpose. You know, you get around town, they protect your feet and everything. They make, you know, but you want them to look a certain way. You want them to feel a certain way. Um, you've got your jewelry, um, and maybe you buy some of it just to kind of immediately look good. And, but you also get it to kind of, you know, have something that like, if you spend, you know, 10 grand or something on, it's still going to have its value maybe in a year or five years or 10 years. Right. So, uh, if you buy a cryptocurrency, what happens is, uh, you pay a bunch of money, like let's say $10,000. Uh, it disappears, and now you basically have nothing. Um, Addy, uh, do you have any idea where your 50 bucks went? Um, I don't know. It's like up by like 10 or something. I'm not totally sure. What I'm saying is, you do you know where it went? Like, do you have oh, any idea like where it is now? Oh, like literally? No, like I just, <laughs> no. Yeah, so it goes to a magic fairy tale land. Um, and, uh, you know, unless, you know, you use your imagination really good, you like, you never see it again, because like, imagine you have shoes on your shelf, you know, they're there in front of you, you own them, right? You have, um, oh, I don't know, like your jewelry, you can put your hands on and you feel them. Well, the beauty is like, because it's in invisible fairy tale land, um, if uh, Carrie here happens to be living on the moon, and you need to give her some fairy tale dust. You can push some buttons on your phone. She could be on the moon or on, uh, 
the other side of the world or whatever. And next thing you know, she has your uh, shoes or jewelry, but it's all invisible. And that's how this works. You make a really good case for making somebody want to buy it, Savvy. Yeah, no, I'm so interested in Yeah, she's, like, going to go, like, spend her life savings on it with that pitch. Yes. Yeah, but, Katie, are, aren't you interested in, like, magic, invisible internet money? Yep. Yeah, like ask Carrie here. She has she used to have a lot of like actual money. Now she just has like a bunch of fake money that uh is useless. Right? Yeah, so like <laughs> Yeah, like you just completely forget about materialism at some point, right? Because you don't even care about money anymore because you're like, oh cash went uh, uh-huh. bye bye. It's invisible now. So I think Katie's silence speaks for itself. I think words cannot describe how Excited she is to invest in Adam. Wait, invest? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, I think you fucked up a bit here. Um, so if you just went on too long and stuff, you could have um, had a new investor. Mm-hmm. But Addy can probably show Kate how to do it, though. That's the cool mm. thing. That might be cool. Yeah. Yeah, if, I mean, if anyone has any money now, anyone has any savings or anything uh now is a good time to invest in cryptocurrency in general at least like these these few months this year it's probably a good time probably everything is going to do a five to ten x in the next few years so if you have spare money you know or you're you're working then it's a good time i think hey coach who's uh who's fighting right now i hear the ufc on in your on your uh, mic Oh, um, don't copyright claim me. I think right now it's like some two, I think it's two losers. Is it Kate with no vowels or is it actually KT the way it's written? It's just KT. I thought it was like Katie, like, but it's just like a cute way to spell it. Yeah, Addie's right. My name's just Katie. Katie. Okay, got it. So we're yeah, everyone kind of is right. always like KT and the way that they say it, I'm like, I feel like it's just supposed to be Katie. I know, they but... say it like it's my initial K- now, KT. Is that with a Y or with an IE, uh, KT? With IE. All right, at least we got that straightened out because we were saying all sorts of things up until now. Safi, where did you go for the last like hour? Has it been that long? I don't know. You were just like missing. I get the same sleep for sure. Like he's all groggy. I don't know. I know. I was going to say you sound a little bit like sleepy. Yeah, I think I uh, slipped in and out of sleep there. Mm. Yeah, I fell fell asleep earlier. (laughs) Yeah. What did I miss? Uh, (laughs) Was it something we said? Like, What was so bad that you just didn't want to? I wake up and I'm like in this dream world where like... um, you know, coaches like talking about existence and like, you know, floating on the wind and like, you know, grains of sand and just being and I don't know, just kind of like I woke up and you know, I felt refreshed. Well, we, we were all saying really lovely things about you while you were gone. So 
Don't worry about it. Hmm. It's recorded. Hey, Sophie, we all figure out afterwards. Honestly, Sefi, when you when you left, we all kind of just stuttered and, and broke. Um, I I stopped wanting to engage. I realized that that I thought that my my drive in life was to talk to many people and socialize widely and get to know many people. But I realized that the main thing here is just your companionship. So when that goes away, it's like my entire social drive just fucking depleted. It's very interesting. Um, and I think many of us felt the same. Many of us had been used to your um, sticky, warm coating of, of rambles about AI and crypto and all kinds of things and medicine. And when that, when that central substance, that, that, that apple in the pastry went away, then I think we were all just hopeless. It was like the, the pastry just kind of folded in on itself and flattened, um, went unsupported by the apple. Um, I think we all fell apart. We all just sat here kind of in silence for about an hour. I think the girls dried up. I felt... Yeah, Sefi, I love you. Mm. Thank you, Jerba. Just, I, I had to let you know, Sefi. Yeah, uh, Jerba. I, I love Jerba too. He's got... Sefi, I have, I have a random, unrelated question for you. I think you might find it interesting. Are, mm. are, you, are you interested in participating? Yeah, sure. Go for it. All right. When you were a younger... Tell us about your Radio Shack experience. Like, what were you buying? Wasn't it, like, amazing to be in Radio Shack as a kid? Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know what a actual Radio Shack is, um, actually, uh, actually, a few years, uh, it's been around for a while, and I think they maybe closed down or something a number of years ago. Not too long ago, though. Uh, they kind of rebranded into this sort of like store where you buy like you know like smartphones and shit almost not that different from like uh going to like a verizon or at&t store or something like that but long ago uh like at radio shack you'd have like some mixture of like little electronic uh like maybe like remote control things you had little radios like literal radios um you had um kind of anything like electronic you'd imagine you'd go to the radio shack for and it's like this little strip mall thing um where you know it occupied like a, a little uh space at a strip mall it was like it was never like a big you know department store type of thing it's like this kind of mini sized shop and um yeah it's a good point like uh actually it probably says a lot about people like uh depending on what they bought there you know, the type of little nerd or whatever that they were. So you could buy, like, for example, um, they used to have like some, uh, like computers they used to sell there, like, like Radio Shack branded computers. Um, these are kind of like interesting before, like, like I think it's Microsoft and Apple and things like this came out. Uh, and they would like, they'd be covered in these like magazines that they used to send you to. Like you'd get this magazine from Radio Shack and, some of the crap in the store was in there and some of it wasn't like, like you could get stuff in the magazine. So like, uh, I don't know about you, Jonathan, but, uh, like you'd get that magazine in the mail or whatever. And, uh, totally. you just go through the it entire, amazing, fucking right? Thing. Yeah. 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 It's like this huge, like, um, like, I don't know, like every page was like a possible, like amazing discovery to be made. Like you'd go in there and you'd, like, oh my God, like, what, what do you mean a computer? And uh, like, it ha oh, look at this. It has a keyboard and, 
you know, and then you're like, yeah, every little thing was just super interesting. Um, they'd have like all these interesting descriptions and yeah, it really wanted you to make you, you really wanted to own all this shit, but it's really expensive and you didn't have any money at that time. And, um, so if you go into the Radio Shack store, they'd have like an entire section though of where you could pick up like, um, like resistors and transistors, you know, all the little parts that you have inside of a, like an actual radio or an actual like piece of electronics. So you could actually get like all these little parts together and make like circuit boards and things. Um, I remember uh, like one of the things I built out of that was like um, an actual circuit board where you have like a, what do you call it? A soldering iron and you, you, you take all these little parts, you put it together, you build circuits and you use acid actually to like etch the circuits onto a board. So like you might've seen this before, like if you ever opened up like a, like, you know, electronic thing, like, you know, you have this board, there's a bunch of little parts on it, like transistors, resistors, and they're all hooked up on this board. And you're like, Hey, how does this whole thing work? And um, they're all like little electronic wiring circuits, but I used to like making those circuits um, and just soldering and stuff like that when I was a kid, it's kind of a very nerdy thing. Well, I, yeah. you know, I, I figured you would love the store because, you know, obviously I can tell you, you know, at, back at that point in time, technology was completely physical, right? You talked about the early forms of cir uh, circuit boards or motherboards, the cable TV. We had to connect everything. We had to crimp our own cable wires and connect everything. And then uh, I don't know if you possibly uh, built a remote control car by yourself before they were all prepackaged, maybe possibly, but. I think about Radio Shack, and then I think about where we are in crypto, how it's digital technology, and I just find the <clears throat> the contrast to be spectacular, right? Like how far we've come, essentially. So I wanted to wrap put that in there too. But I knew you would have digged uh, Radio Shack, and now they do have a uh, they have Radio Shack merch now uh, as well, just because the brand uh, it's a pretty cool place as a kid for sure. Yeah, it's like a retro thing now, probably. But yeah, it was kind of a yeah, it's like a you're like a kid in a candy store in that place, right? You like build all sorts of cool things, or just you just dream of all sorts of interesting things. Like uh, now, everything's like in your little phone and the iPad or whatever. You can't actually uh, like you can't actually um, manipulate these things, right? They're all inside of a bo box or behind glass, and it's really hard to actually um, like directly touch it. Like like if you look at your phone, for example, like if you broke into little pieces. Um, you know, you're, you're gonna have a hard time understanding what it does, what it is. You couldn't possibly build something like that just, you know, by, you know, going to your garage or whatever. But yeah, when tech was much more visceral, it had like a, uh, it felt more real. It kind of felt like you could be a part of it somehow and you could be something with it. Whereas now you have to go to like get a special degree and you've got to go and like, you're not going to, you're not going to build something cool by just like, uh, it's not as easy to build something by just looking it up and, um, you know, open up a book and kind of like, Oh, I want to make this, or I want to make a computer do that. You, it's like, it's much more complex now. And I think, uh, the crypto is kind of fun. Cause like you have a lot of people in DeFi and NFTs and this and that, and, you know, talking to the developers and all like, they're actually like putting these things together. They're building different ideas. They're like stacking them on top of each other. It's like kind of like the same idea. It's like little pieces of the puzzle you're putting together, trying to figure it out, how to make it all work. Um, so it has a lot of those same kind of characteristics. It's kind of fun. Um, so I think like the same kind of nerd then that would have gone into Radio Shack is probably like now playing like in the, you know, crypto nerd space and, you know, doing things here. 
and it's just like it's just a different sort of way to do similar things and uh but this is like way more i would say again like if you try to explain to someone like how a radio worked right like imagine you took the thing apart and you said hey it has these circuits you know radio waves come in it hits this antenna it does some things there's an amplifier and now it makes music right um i think you could like explain it to the physicality a little bit better but now it's like you explain to a kid like how i don't know their ipad works right little babies are using these things like just popping them out and like you know rubbing their fingers on the screen and everything but they have no clue that it's like like pure magic right to them it's like and you can't even like sit there and like rationally explain it to them because you unless you take the thing apart somehow which we don't do much of, right they're built these things are built to like stay closed like your phone your ipad whatever so it's like if you are like a young kid and you're just playing with these things yeah, it's like I would think that you're just going to learn how to maybe uh, like uh, play some games on the thing, play some apps. But it's like it's fundamentally understand like what's happening inside this box. It's it's less visceral, less feels less uh, like direct. I would say, even though you're manipulating them all the time, they're in your hand all the time. You have no idea what it, what it does, how it works. And I think that's a, a big difference now. Like yeah, like uh, uh, Katie, Katie here, like. Or Addy, like, um, do you have any idea how your phone works? And do you ever want to like break it apart and like open it up and like see what's inside of the thing? <laughs> no, I think I would rather watch paint dry, to be honest with you. Yeah, see. Yeah, I don't. I've never really had that urge to do that. Yeah, I've got to put some soldering irons in your hands and like have you burn some circuits and make. What something. is that? Oh, is that when you like burn? Um, the wires like or whatever yeah you use a little you use a little uh like liquid metal and it's kind of mm -hmm. you heat it up and basically you connect little circuits together with it and uh it's just like it's an interesting little thing it's um, it's very similar to like making jewelry actually in some ways actually i used to do jewelry making but do, we, do you have these what are they do you have these things yeah it's called a soldering iron uh, what do you like use them for? You, you plug it in and um, like, are oh, you, what do you use the iron like, for? Are, you, you, are you specifically like you using them? Like, do you like um, do whatever? Like, are you building little trinkets? Yeah, we build some little things. Um, but mostly it's like just taking little circuit boards and like connecting mm -hmm. to together to do certain little tasks. But um, I have like a lot of little electronics type hobbies and things. So I'll have like, so I don't really make the whole circuit board anymore. A lot of times I'll just connect different things together um, for like uh, like building audio things or uh, yeah. like like if I want to build like for example uh, like uh, so around your house you probably have like a series of machine guns for example to ward off like um, bad guys right? Yeah, I have like like seven of them. Yeah, so if you have an auto cannon right, and you need you have like seven <laughs> or eight of them. You need to tie them together somehow, right? You got to put some like mm. connectivity between them. You have to control them with like a little like switches, right? And and you want to make sure that like if some opponent comes around, around there's like a sensor, right? And it blasts them to oblivion. Yeah. So yeah, if you need to have like a little stronghold, a little, you know, you, you build a little system with your electronic system. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good skill to have, right? Right. Yeah, maybe you can work on that because I should yeah. probably find a way to like get all of my machine guns in my like 700 square foot apartment like pointed at the door or something just in case. yeah certainly it's like automation is really important right so you, yeah. like you can find uh 
yeah, you can build your own little like robots and things. And Sophie, I uh, took a robotics class when I was like in middle school, but that's the yeah. See, of the, it. so the difference is, is like there's the people that take robotics class, and then there's the people that actually just like start building robots, right? Like that's the big difference. Oh well, um, sorry that I wasn't interested in building the robots. Maybe I'll but like I mean, seriously, that's it. Like, it. Like if you imagine like people that go to like business school, right? Like the people that need to go to business school, are the ones that pro- most of the time shouldn't be in business. Like it's Happy, funny. That I way. literally got my degree in marketing, but thank you. Yeah. But like everything you need to know about marketing, you can learn on your own, right? You don't need to necessarily go to school for it. Mm, yeah. I think that the reason like partially though that people go to business school or at least like well okay so I have a marketing degree but I also have a philosophy degree so like like both but I think it's more like in my opinion like the caliber of the business school that you go to and like the connections that you can get by going to that school like it's less so the curriculum like there's a reason I chose to yeah, go to go this hang out with a certain, yeah, yeah have a certain level of conversation level certain level of like um Right. Social and it's like the, and, yeah, like yeah. who you can connect with in terms of like the industry and stuff like that. But yeah, I think that like I probably like I, I don't like I think I could definitely be working in my career without my degree. But it's like, would they have hired me without a degree? Definitely not. But yeah, people, my saying. school's like where they like specifically want to make sure you have like a base level of knowledge about something. Yeah. So that if they hire you, it's like, well, does this person know anything or, right? Like it's like a base level, uh, sort of like ticket of entry or something. Definitely. Whereas like you, I probably, um, yeah, I think you kind of like need to go to medical school to know how to be a doctor. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it's not one of those things. It's like purely a hobby thing. Cause just the, the, the depth and extent of stuff you have to have to learn it is like pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I'm not going to find like, for example, you don't go to Radio Shack and find like a body, <laughs> right? Like a cadaver to like dissect, right? <laughs> so the entire system has to be in place to kind of like um, educate a doctor today. It's not like you just show up and uh, on the internet sort of play around for a little bit and then you know like you're good to go. Yeah, at my college, they used to have well, my whatever. Um, they had they used to have a medical school there and they don't have one anymore but where the whole school used to be is now a dorm building and it's like a very small dorm building and they had the cadaver lab like in that building and so everyone's like nobody wants to like live in that building but i lived there and it was creepy but it was kind of cool because you're like wow but, well, that's where you take dates and stuff, right? Because that's where the ghosts are. And you yeah, kind of, like, you're like, together. oh, do you want to come back to my dorm? And then, like, shit's, like, flying around in your room and things are slamming. And it, it just, like, kind of really <clears throat> helps bond you guys. I don't know. I think it's good. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, Coach. <laughs> we have... Uh, we have new friends here, guys. You know, don't just talk among yourselves, but introduce our new friends. We have uh, Slatavism. We have Marie, who's just joined for the first time ever. We also have, I think, Jimmy the Otter has joined. Um, welcome, f- new friends. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Maybe tell us your favorite colors or something like that. Hey, can I? Hey, can I go first? Yep. How about we say uh, favorite color, favorite hobby, and that's it. Um, okay. Um, my name is Marie. My favorite color is, um, 
it's actually really hard for me to think of a favorite color because I like all the colors and I, I like color combinations a lot. Like I really like yellow and green together. Um, I really like dark red and gold together. It's like super royal. I think I have like a couple favorite color combinations. And then my favorite hobby right now is definitely has to be gaming. I recently got super into gaming and it's just taken over my life. So um, it used to be health and like making sure that I have like a really healthy body and a healthy diet. But now um, I've just I've just gotten completely obsessed with gaming Mm -hmm. over the past few weeks. Have you ever thought about like making it more than just playing yourself and maybe starting a Twitch or something? Yeah, I actually just started one um, yesterday and I have four followers and the link is on my Twitter. So if you want to follow me, I'm going to go ahead and start streaming really soon. Okay, everyone. Um, it would be it would make me feel a lot better if like everyone in this chat like followed mm-hmm. me because I don't want to start streaming and have like zero followers because it's really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people quit because like they start and they're so disappointed at the trauma of the first stream where they only get like one or two people who maybe stay for a little bit and then just leave. They, they just give up completely. You need to you need to use an existing community. You need to feel love, right? You need to feel a bit of praise and compliments and stuff. Otherwise, you're just going to quit. So um, I got to come in here and I got to disagree with you. What, wait, what are you disagreeing with, Jimmy the Osser? Oh, well, where to start? Well, first off, you're looking at it completely incorrect. What? As I, well, okay. Do you not understand English? Whoa, Jimmy. Jimmy, Wait, what are you? What am I looking to be rude to Marie? Let it rip, Jimmy. It's fine to well, just let's begin. What? Okay. Let's begin with the obvious. Um, in terms of um, quality and build, water resistance, and iPhones getting you know played with by people who may not know what they're doing, the quality of electronics has gone down incrementally. Uh, currently, the quality levels for most things that are built has gone down. I mean, it's all basically just plastic put together with glue. Even the glue has gone down in quality. This is for the sake of cost saving. You know, when inflation bites, quality goes down. Why is it that cars, especially nowadays, break down far more than they ever have before? And they're far more complicated to fix because they have a lot of semiconductors. So, Jimmy, should Marie play video games or not? Well... I think Marie needs to learn how to re- read a book. Oh, you're I... saying go back to books. Mm-hmm. So I really, I've been playing this game called Rome Total War. Have you ever played it? I get, no, no, hold on, hold on. Can I just say something very quickly? I get it that Marie is trying to get thirsty people, often men, to thirst over her because she's getting to the whole Twitch gamer thing. But that's a few years old, and you're a bit late to the game, girl. So uh, going back to the original point from Coach, um, again, I think, Coach, you fundamentally don't understand human behavior. Well, which, which aspect of it, Jimmy? I'm doing my best. I'm using these spaces as a kind of learning tool on an ongoing basis. But, yeah, feel free to give feedback. I don't well, really... first off, uh, you, you say learning tool. But it often seems you haven't learned very much from these spaces. What are I think you're using this as a broadcast channel to get followers because you enjoy it. 
Jimmy, uh, we've provided a platform here for, for girls to recruit simps. I haven't promoted myself at all here. You know, we've we promoted Addy's astrology business. We promoted Katie's hair oil business. And we promoted uh, Marie's Twitch business. I don't think there is any personal shilling here from me or Sefi. I reject. This is for you a cheap marketing platform so that you can shill your ridiculous and useless products. I think you're using these two ladies um, essentially hey, as hey, leverage. Hey, 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 penis pumps your broadcast are not channels. useless. Penis Jim- pumps are actually pretty useful. He has no, a good line. I'm- well, I'm Jimmy, serious, and I think a lot of people I, I agree with me. You are, you are, you, you're objectifying women and using them for your own means of increasing your broadcasting coverage. Jimmy, you buy peanuts and grind them down and make little canisters of peanut oil, and then you sell them for $50 each. How is that fair? Do I do this? If so, I'd like to know what the name brand of this is. Sefi, were you there in the last place when he was advising? Adi, you were there as well. He, remember, he was advising you to import products from China and stuff. And yeah, get, actually, yeah. I do remember that. That was maybe it's like last week. M project products. Yeah, he, he was doing this. Certainly He's not peanut oil. oil. See, yeah, we were, taking, we were taking notes. We, we were even talking about don't the small. Listen. You said to go to Alibaba. Remember, you said to get the small, <laughs> like squirt bottle vials, the little ones, right? Because they're cheap. You can you can transport them easily. Yeah, yeah we is, can go check on this. Actually, we've uploaded it to YouTube and it's got thousands of views, so don't try and deny it. Hey, Jimmy, well, I just I'll, have a I'll question. Did it. you, Jimmy, did you change your profile picture or am I just imagining that? You're imagining things. Oh, well, it's very cute. I thought that it was a, like a different otter. I don't know why. Is this the I, um, is Jimmy have never become guy? someone else who well, I'm not. I mm-hmm. am the same otter, and if find your questioning whether or not I am taking the same form each and every time I come into this space discrimination sorry I thought maybe it was just like from a different angle Jimmy I find you to be a very rude otter and I think that maybe your privileges put in the sink and strokes should be taken away for a few weeks why because when we're in this space the other day with Addy everyone allowed you to pitch your products for about five minutes but you have interrupted Isabella with her new Twitch venture after only 30 seconds. She didn't have a chance to tell the game she was playing. She didn't have a chance to say her ideal target market. And she didn't um, give a chance to offer maybe some gifts or maybe some some old underwear or something to all of us. Why are you guys doing this? What do you mean, why? I get it, you want followers, but most of the followers in here are bots. Why why does anybody do do anything, uh, Jimmy? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I do this for the truth. I look to discover why. And from time to time as I'm cleaning, I spend um, two hours each day cleaning. Um, You know, I mop, I vacuum, I check the dishwasher, the water filters. I check the pipes and so forth. And, and so I, I keep this on a little bit so that I have something playing in the background, you know, so that it, mm-hmm. it's very useful to know the time. Um, so when people, you know, stop talking and they say we've been talking for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes or this is the end of the hour, at least I am aware of, of how long I'm cleaning. And I like to clean my own place. It's good to own something. However, you guys have taken this into a very questionable direction. Again, you have brought very wonderful people, women, who deserve respect and do not deserve to be used by two male hosts Jimmy. to, again, increase the views of their 
YouTube channel by telling hey, them scripts hey, to talk. Hey, hey, wait, 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 told, no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You've told Jimmy, Patty to increase her cleavage just to get more thirsty people into this space. I don't think and you've told someone else to talk about gaming to increase Nobody's thirst. Nobody's ever said that to me before. Jimmy, I'll, have you, know. Coach Bruce like I'll that. have you know that Addie and I love when we're being objectified by Bruce, so please stop. Yeah, why do you think we don't like it? Jimmy, two, two points here. The first one is that I am F2M trans, so I'm not really uh, male, I'm female. There is a female majority here, two-thirds female. I think Sefi is, is male. Um, so that's the first thing. If you're going to make assumptions, at least make the right ones, because you're going to make a fool of yourself. I'm a minority. I'm an otter. I am far more vulnerable than you are. There are far less otters in this world than trans people, humans. See, he gets a little bit of criticism. Suddenly, it's I'm a minority, so you can't say that. He reminds me of David Glockenspiel. I remind me of myself. Uh, human privilege has taken over our otter ecosystems across the world and has destroyed the planet. And yet you never question that. You never talk about that. You always look down upon otters and other animals of the animal kingdom. Um, can I ask, why is it that you don't talk a little bit about penguins or seals? You know, save the seal. That's a real thing. I think you talk about of- thirst for men to play video games and to watch her doing Twitch stuff. What are seals? You're looking at the OnlyFans of Seapie. Jimmy, Coach. it's kind of fascinating that you've what chosen... Are, what are seals? It's fascinating that you've chosen uh-huh. this one. Because um, if you had actually listened to, to Mary talking about her Twitch streamer and her plans, you would know for a fact that she is going to donate 10% of her commissions to Otter Rehabilitation. Marie, would you like to speak a little bit about that? It's not just a business venture, it's a charity venture. Why are you guys letting Jim going on, carrying on speaking like this? Just plus, just be more team. Jimmy, Jimmy's our friend. What are you talking about? I don't know. Marie's our friend too. She's really closed down and, and become very introverted. She shifted from maybe an ENFP to an INTJ in the Myers Briggs typology, which is a little bit concerning. And, and she came in with such enthusiasm. For her venture, I hope Marie would come back to us. And it's and like it's like again. it's like Marie is like a flower who just sprouted out of the soil and decided for the first time in her life to start some kind of project. And Jimmy has come along, and rather than watering her gently and giving her the sun's rays and a little bit of nutrition, he has instead stomped on her with his steel toe cap boots. Um, and then she has like muted herself permanently because she is so scarred and so so hurt. Um, despite the fact that it took her so much time to build up and finally have the courage to become a simp magnet. Maybe if Jimmy asked her politely, Marie will come back up. Maybe, 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 maybe Jimmy asked Marie to go out and she rejected him. I don't think that's what happened. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. Where were you, Marie? I was feeling a little bit frightened and um, insecure, so I couldn't talk. And then I took a few, a few deep breaths, and I felt better. So I decided to come back up to the stage. That's good. I want to tell you, Marie, that if, if otters come into these chats and say things to you, nasty things, and try and put you down, um, you don't need to take that personally. It's really something in Jimmy's life that has made him speak that way and want to lash out at others. So I'm, I'm going to give you a Marie. Maybe you want to um, talk a little bit more about what your plans are with your stream and, and maybe the, the advantages you could give to us, maybe the benefits or the gifts you'd give for us um, for subscribing to you. I promise that, that maybe there would be some kind of benefit to everyone 
if they followed you today? Basically, I'm new to Twitch streaming. And so the benefit of following me on Twitch is you're going to feel better about your life by helping me learn how to play Rome Total War. And it'll be entertaining for you. And it'll just be a, a community venture for all of us. Um, and it'll probably be pretty um, funny. And then the benefit to following my Twitter account is to hear my enlightening thoughts and the things that I notice in my day-to-day life and also tips for decalcifying your pineal gland, tips for remineralizing your teeth, tips for living a healthy lifestyle and becoming the most beautiful version of yourself that you can possibly be. Because if you're not the most beautiful version of yourself that you can possibly be, you know, your life could always be better. So... Mm, uh, you seem to have a very, very diverse, um, like, uh, realm of thought, right? You went, you have so many different angles. You have so many different, uh, like, okay. uh, you know, beautiful versions of yourself and whatnot, right? Like, so, you know, some people, like, they have these little spaces, right? They say, oh, we're, like, an empowered woman and blah, blah, blah. You know, they just talk a bunch of nonsense, right? Like, <laughs> we're providing a platform here for, like, you know, you know, women, men, whatever you, whatever kind of simp you want, right? You can just collect them here, and all you know, enjoy each other's company, right? Like, why, you know, what, what, like, I don't need to be like a, some fucking like, you know, women's liberation, uh, whatever you call it, right? Like, you, people come on, they're oh, I'm empowering women in crypto and all that shit. Like, just shut the fuck up. Women can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, if they want to play in crypto, they'll play in crypto, right? Like, it's like, who's stopping them? So, like, there's no need for all that noise, right? Like, we don't need to have, like, a big, uh, like, little soapbox thing here, right? We just, it is what it is. And uh, Marie likes to have fun. She just likes to hang out. Mm. There was a there go. Is, there is benefit for being on Twitch. Um, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, there's a lot of airdrops for games, for in-game, uh, you know, items and stuff. And, you know, I'm sure there's more. I haven't checked in in a while, but I play a lot of games myself. A lot of games for more than half of my own life, actually, like two thirds of my life, and uh, yeah, games. So always. You so you, I'm like so new to the Twitch world. You can get free games through Twitch. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff. Like if you have Amazon Prime, you can connect it. Like whatever socials you have, like Discord, Twitter, everything. Like you just connect it through there, and there's like a ton of rewards you can claim. And, you know, there's, like, drops every month and stuff, depending on how active you are and, like, your your streams and all that. So, I mean, if everybody here is following you and, like, at least dropping in once in a while, you know, that's got to help you out. Right? Thanks and you're for having fun me. and then you're getting closer to what you want to do. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, I just, like, I've gotten super into gaming recently. I think it's really fun. So, I don't see a reason not to stream. If I'm just gaming reviews, you know, it's always fun. You can record your streams and then upload them to YouTube, you know, and then kind of double dip in that sense. That's anyway. very, very fire. Thank you for telling me. Yeah, dog. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate that. I've never live streamed uh, playing a video game before. Uh, like that would be like, who's going to watch me if I did that? Like, is that a fun thing? Like, is it? Yeah, like, we should all do it. Team building. Yes. Yeah, so- Sorry, Sefi, real quick. This was new to me, too, because my youngest child was watching his brothers play. Like, I thought that concept was so weird. But then it's kind of like watching a sports event, basically, but in digital. It's very cool, actually. Very I mean, relaxing. it's an, you can incentivize Fantastic. it as well. You know, uh, you can reward your viewers 
once you get up to a certain follower base, especially if you're doing NFTs and all that, it's all new right now. And, and you, there's so many ways to integrate a project or a community. So, I, I mean, just I'm get saying, creative. I, Anything you can think of to, con- to connect everybody and everything you want to do, you can do it right any, now. Yeah, and people will literally watch anything these days. And so, Marie, do you think it's like, would I be like, let's say you're playing uh, Rome Total War, right? And like, would I be playing Rome Total War like on my end and then watching you play it? Or is it like I'm just spectator? Or like, are there people that just watch it but don't play it because they just like to hang out with you? Like, what's the, Steffi? what's the, what's the whole vibe here? Like, what do I do? I Who have cares? To say, I have to say, like, I have not done my first stream yet. So maybe there will be some things that develop like over the course of the streams. I have some imaginings of what it could be like in my head. But since I haven't done it yet, I have no idea like what direction it will take. Dude, don't even like think about it. Just hang out and play video games. That's all you want to do. Just do that. And then you'll figure it out as you go. Explore creatively. I think it's cool. I think there are lots of ways it's cool as well because because the people who are gonna watch Twitch streams will in general they have really bad like bodily hygiene, right? And also really fucking bad teeth. So I think it's like the perfect combination. Like <laughs> your ideal demographic. Smoke weed, keep your yeah. teeth white. Well, that's one of the things that I was thinking about because like I do have like a lot of thoughts on like health and like holistic stuff and i know the people who are the people the normal people who play rome total war are not like me like they usually don't go outside they maybe are like just playing map games in their house and so maybe i can inspire them to like also do other things and like take care of themselves in different ways as well as play rome total war holistic video gaming yeah maybe you could imply that that like if they do a certain thing if they live a certain lifestyle then maybe they'd have a chance with you. And There's like, games out there for you. You just have to explore. You need Zen games. Yeah, I'll definitely do that, Coach. Um, but what is a Zen game? Well, there's all sorts of uh, Zen-type games where it's like more puzzle or like exploration or social, you know. Um, I mean, just literally think of the your ideal game and what it would include and i can give you like two or three examples that are you know out there okay very cool um yeah i don't know i don't have anything else to say whenever i start doing the streams then i'll come back and and chat with you all about how it went and like what went down i'm i'm anticipating being bullied a little bit in there and that's like giving me pause and making me feel a little nervous because I know that Rome Total War fans are going to go in and be like, you're trash at Rome Total War. So hopefully that's... Motivated by the hate. I think it's okay. So long as you don't act like you're this this gaming genius, if you start asking your your fans, your little commenters for help and stuff to learn, I'm sure many of them would, would like teach you. They'd want to take on that, that more parental role. It would make them feel good about themselves. Yeah, that's true. People love taking on a parental role. Is it um, a pay-to-win type of game? Rome Total War? Yeah, it's like pay-to-win, right? Um, What does that mean? I don't think you can pay any money. Like, in like, it, like you can buy, like, money. you can, like, top off and, like, buy stuff and, like, get cooldowns, right? No, Total War is, like, a map game. Um, Basically, you start out as, like, one of the Roman families, and then you slowly take over ancient Europe. Is that on Steam? 
Mm-hmm. It's on Steam. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that. It's a pretty old game. It's from 2005 or something like that. But it's it's really popular, as I found out on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it on sale a few days ago. Um, yeah, very cool. It, Marie, when are you? Are you going to start your stream at a particular time? Like, what's the when should we all show up? Well, I was going to start it tonight at 9 p.m., but then I couldn't figure out how to do it on my computer. So I'm going to try for tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Because I think 9 p.m. is like a good time to do Twitch. Um, I'm slowly collecting followers. I'm going to be collecting followers from today and tomorrow, and then I'll do it tomorrow at 9. Nice. Yeah, it's good to have kind of like a, a fun audience to kind of hang out with, right? So you're just not just playing a video game anymore. You're sort of like multitasking or you're kind of interacting and uh, like, but what if, Marie, like, what if uh, your little sort of army of followers, right? They get real critical. Maybe they don't like your gameplay style or they start getting too preachy or some shit. Then what are you going to do? I mean, I'll probably be pretty good natured about it and then just do whatever they whatever suggestions that they have i'll do them the good thing about rome total war which is why i i chose this game to screen, stream above other games is that it, that it goes pretty slowly and you don't have to go pretty quickly and so at first while i'm still learning and getting good um i can ask whoever is watching me for support which is which is good for someone who's like pretty new to video games but who really likes them oh so it's got a nice the gaming pace is nice so you can have a, like a nice little uh like interactive show going on while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy game and it's fun. It's mostly done on the map. Um, and then there's not that much like fast fighting, I guess. It's not like a Fortnite or a character game like Mario or something. It's like real time strategy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I liked, I've been way more into like retro type games lately so just like just like really like dungeon crawler or like roguelike or just mm, shoot I, to, I may have to make a list for you guys at some point just like really get into the kind of old school list <laughs> like Sophie, uh where uh Sophie, are you a gamer yeah um not not as much as i used to be but um yeah, I played kind of like uh, games since they pretty much have been on computers for the most part. So like, yeah, dude, uh, for me since like '94, not Commander Keen, like '92, like dude. Jesus Christ, it's ten years before I was born. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. no, no, like, uh, no, forget about that. Like, what about the like Atari Twenty Six Hundred, right? Like, you got that little joystick, yeah. that rubber joystick, and with the with the uh, Pac-Man and the asteroids and all that stuff, right? That's so, like generation right before me. Yeah, it was like, so yeah, we were, we were like, we were pretty young uh, when these things came out. Um, I don't know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, and, and every year it'd be like magic, right? Some new shit would come out and it would be just way more yeah. interesting than the last year. Now I feel like it's all like derivative shit. Like, like, oh, it's like a video game. Look, it's on screen. You swipe on it and whatever. But like at the time, it was like mm-hmm. every year would be something just completely wildly better. It's just so much more interesting every year. It's like the innovation was un- unbelievable. So yeah, there's a lot of classic ones out there that um, I don't know. I need, to, I need to make a list sometime, I guess. Mm-hmm. What were your favorite games, Sophie? 
back in the day, back in your your years when you were middle. Um, I think uh, I I really enjoyed like uh, let's see, Duke um, Nukem 3D. When when sort of like the internet became uh, like really usable uh, for multiplayer games, I I quake plenty of time on EverQuest, which is really fun. Um, yeah, the first person shooter things like Quake and Doom and all that. Doom was kind of like the the game that kind of changed like uh, PC gaming and all that. Yeah, yeah gaming for Doom good. was like, amazing. It, it really brought like that. Yeah, at the time it was such a huge leap, right? So it was like a big leap in like just what you could do on a video game, and that was kind of cool. But then, like, the, but to me, like the online piece, like the I still like play re- old school RuneScape, dude. I still yeah. Play. I think Marie would love like old school EverQuest because like it's reasonably sl- slow enough, right? You're not like always like you're not like chasing to push some button really quickly like a like a shooting game or something yeah. like that. And what's nice about it is like a lot of there's a lot of downtime in between whereas like you're fighting some things, you, your your team has to sort of recuperate. Right. And really the only way to do that's with time. You just have to hang out. And so we all this, you know, well, you're avoid- fishing, crafting, cooking. Yeah, or well, not just that, just like, but even in between like little battles and things, like you, you mm-hmm. have like a group of friends, like five, six people, and um, you're 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 just hanging out with each other. You get to know each other a little bit. It's kind of like yeah, that, right? it's super fun. I used to play Final Fantasy eleven for yeah, years. so it's very very social. Like so, um, that that made it really really fun and immersive. And it was like you're you're you really get to know your the people you play with and all of that. Um, that was kind of a lot of fun. And then like. Other like regular games like um, like Fallout, like my uh, little profile picture here. I've always just loved like the immersion and the artwork in that game, like the just the attention to detail. Um, yeah, so some of the like those are definitely worth playing for sure. Wait, um, your profile picture is from a video game? Yeah, this is the <laughs> Vault Boy character from Fallout, the video game. Yeah. Oh wow, it's so cute! I thought it was something from like a children's book. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably love Fallout. Like if you go to the original and start there, um like yeah, it's pro I don't know if it's on Steam or not, but anyway, like yeah, it's a uh like really, really stylistic uh thing. It's almost like a movie production in terms of quality. Uh like this whole world they built where like uh the artwork, the details, the gist of it's like it's like a post like nuclear war type of world but like the world is frozen in a technology of like the 50s or the 60s or something like that uh where like you know when the beginning of like the atomic age started right like when people started like stylizing things after like um like the atom and like you know the the nuclear fission and all that you have this like kind of like there was like a the i think it's called the googie age like it's an art art sort of style where like you remember like diners and things like that used to have that like those swooshing curves and all that yeah it's got like this super cool 50s feel to it but like with yeah. a bunch of futuristic tech in an old apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world so you got to like scavenge for like parts right. and build weapons and deceive people or like it's it's super dope yeah it's really it's really fantastic like there's like an entire like audience of people always waiting for the next fallout game and they've gotten more and more complicated so they take like a decade to come out so I don't know when the next one's coming and whatever, but like uh, yeah, the same really, creators really of uh, Skyrim <clears throat> and Oblivion. Yeah, I think it's Beth is Bethesda, isn't it? Or I forget now. Yeah, Bethesda Oblivion. Whew, scary game, man. Yeah, Skyrim uh was really good too. It's one of the most uh uh longest played games of all time and 
uh, still people like play it and they build levels for it and all this kind of stuff. But I, I've moved away from it quite a bit. Like I, I, uh, I, I don't play these things any nearly as much as I used to. I find that like, if you uh, play games long enough, right? Like all of them seem very similar. Uh, it's hard to impress you after a while. Like they, the graphics and all that are great and everything, but like uh, really, really good gameplay uh, is more important than like graphics and fancy shit. Um, but sometimes just like art direction and music and the whole package is really fun. But yeah, Fallout's one of the series that like, yeah, if you want to really. Like, that's delve, all, you know, that's deep, it. deep, deep. There's so many, dude. But like right now, with yeah, trending, especially for streaming, you got to do multiverses. It's that new free game on Steam. If you stream that, you'll get more views right now. It's definitely trending. Oh, yeah. If you're trying to make a Twitch audience, that's a whole whole different thing uh you have to yeah that i don't even know what you do for that yep i i actually should share it but there's a um there's a really nice uh track a music track um by dead mouse called uh, polaris i think i've maybe shared that with you guys before it's just really one of the best like really edm tracks ever created really really beautiful uh piece of music and um Joel Zimmerman, you know, who otherwise known as Dead Mouse, he kind of lives out in like I think Toronto area, and he's on Twitch and uh, or he used to be at least until like he said some shit that was politically incorrect and they kicked him off or something. Um, but uh, he is just an analog music genius, right? Like, and he has this really cool um, music studio, and he has it in the upstairs of his house, and he's kind of an audio nerd like myself, so I can appreciate all the shit he's built there he sort of like wired his own studio and like created this amazing place. And he, he Twitch live streamed like a lot of stuff. Like when he was producing these, this music, it's all electronic. So he has his little keyboards there. He's got his like, you know, digital workstation to make music and all that cool stuff. And um, if you, you can find it, it's like a Twitch live stream of him. It's almost like 13 hours long where he just, just the entire creation from beginning to end of this song, and uh, it's just mesmerizingly good. Like just watching him like form the details of the, you know, like and it's it's sort of like a computer. So it's not like, it's like watching a composition come into play where you, the sequencing, the music, how, how he like got the different analog sounds to sound really cool. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen on Twitch is just watching him create this thing. Cause it's, the song is just amazing, but to have it like recorded where like the actual note by note creation of this thing and like it gets better and better. And it's funny because like I, I think about it and I'm like, wow, it's like a 13 hour video. And um, you're like, hmm, when am I going to have time to watch that? But like it's almost like each hour of the song, the, as he's creating it, is like it's almost its own song. The amount of refinement that went into making the final song is truly amazing. And uh, it's like any one of us probably like would be like, yeah, I'd buy that. Like even the first hour, whatever, like he's created, he's so good that like, a lot of the stuff you're like, wait, why didn't you put that in the song? Why didn't you make that into a song? Why didn't you make like a remix? You're going through the whole thing. You're like just completely mesmerized at how good um, his capabilities are. But that's, I think my, I don't know if you guys have seen anything really that like that you've seen on Twitch or something like that you really love, but mm. that's one of my like favorite, uh, I would say favorite experiences I've seen in music is the creation of that song. It's beautiful. How do I find that? Is it on YouTube or something? Or um, well, the track itself is Polaris, P-O-L-A-R-I-S. Um, so that itself is just beautiful. So I, I definitely just listen to that first. See if you like the kind of the the the, the genre, the the idea behind it. But then, like, I have to find the link for the 
the creation of this thing, but it's really amazing. I, I just can't believe it. Like I sit there and I, I make music like that sometimes and I have a workstation and the whole shit and I, it just mesmerizes me how good he is. Like his talent is so extreme, right? Like genius level, ridiculous, just genius nonsense. Like it's like you look at that and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm never, I could sit there for a million years and not create that. It's so good. Um, his, his technique and his talent. I, I, it's to watch that in progress, right? It's something that we couldn't do before. Like who is going to record on a, a movie tape or something like that where you go. So that's kind of like some of the cool stuff on the internet, like you, um, that you couldn't do before, right? Like that you can now, but it was impossible at one point. It's really beautiful. I have to find the link to the actual like Twitch stream or whatever the hell that to find that again. But so him making the whole thing from start to end. Yeah. So start to end. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. And, and like, like how he like, Cause he has these huge bank of analog machines on one side. And then he like, he spends like years and years, like collecting sounds cause he creates them, shapes them. And then he collects them and he saves them digitally. So he's not one of these like people that just like, Oh, download some bullshit on the internet. And then like, you know, resequences them. The guy's like a true, like analog, super genius, like really among the best uh, out there in terms of the world of like electronic music. And uh, that one track sort of for me, like, I don't know. It speaks to me. It's very interesting. Very, very pretty song. I like. I think almost anybody would like it. It's very. I don't know. It's very likable in the sense that it's like you don't have to be like some kind of EDM nut or something to figure out what it is. And like you know, most of the electronic music out there is like ninety nine percent of it's shit, right? It's not very good. I don't know if you got if you listen to much, but like yeah. only so often you get good tracks. Like, and this is one of the like really wonderful. Yeah. Um, what, how do you feel about the song Sandstorm by Darude? I have that as like one of my top five EDMs ever. Sandstorm by who? Uh, I think it's Darude. Unbelievable. Check that one out. I need to. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to mark that here now. <laughs> Anytime someone has something interesting, I'm interested. Uh, yeah. I'm I apologize. Gonna... I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm so sorry. It's all good. I, I'm going to. Stamstorm by Darud. Okay, I'm gonna like mark this thing because I want to. Oh, you love it. I think it's pretty interesting. You probably never heard anything like it. It's pretty amazing. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I was like, I think back of like NBA Jam, Doom. NBA Jam is pretty cool. Early Madden was amazing at the time. So video games were just so much fun when I was a little. Jonathan Bloom, you know? Yeah, this the sports games, uh there's a whole yeah, huge fan base for those. I was never really into the um like uh football and sports games, just not never really struck me as that particularly that interesting. But then again, I'm not a huge sports guy at all. So it's like um it wouldn't have I can imagine not attracting me. <laughs> like um anyway. I, I like to kind of be transported maybe into a world that's uh be like uh, sufficiently different than our own that it's uh, like there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief and such like uh, uh, where sports games don't exist. I'm with, I'm totally with, do you remember the early days of Halo as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I've never very good at those, like, uh, like shooting games, right? Like, like the ones you have to like fast twitch and kind of like uh, aim really good. And like, you know, like people that are good at that shit are really good, right? Like you've seen people, um, and, uh, like, I, I don't know, I just never was particularly talented at that. So I just maybe didn't gravitate towards it. Um, yeah, like I think the games that actually have some like interaction with other people 
and they're a little bit slower paced where you get to know people. I think it is very interesting. Like, uh, I don't know if some people like have made like real life friends from gaming and stuff like that, but, um, like that was pretty commonplace on some of those games back then. I don't know if people do that anymore now, like, or is everyone a creep on the internet now? <laughs> like, like the, like everyone's they, all worried uh, that everyone else is a creep or something. You do it on the Oculus, especially like when you're doing the VR stuff, they all kind of like, hang. the VR is like a pretty cool hangout for my guys. Like they throw it on, they talk shit like from people across the world. It's pretty cool. The VR stuff. Yeah. Coach, did you ever, did you buy one of those things yet? Have you tried uh, playing with them? Yeah, yeah. I bought one of the, the Oculus Rift things, like the I bought like the most expensive one. I put it on for about half an hour and I just felt so fucking sick that I didn't want to go back in. <laughs> so all I've done now is like if I have a date or my girlfriends and stuff, I put it on them and they're like, ah and I do that I do that thing where you, you go up to the top of like a tower and you have to walk the plank. And and I'm like, come on, walk the plank, put it on, walk the plank. And they're like, ah no, don't do it. <laughs> so like I have fun doing it to other people and I've got my mother to do it as well, like walking the plank. Like, uh, it gets really fucking freaked. Um, I could do it easily for some reason. It's like my brain can never completely buy into it. So I just, like, walk forward into the plank. I'm like, cool, this is cool. And then you jump off and fly and stuff. It's like one of the, the, the basic games. I forgot what it's called. Um, but, yeah, like, it, for some reason, it seems like girls' brains can't handle it at all. They can't, like, model two realities inside their mind at the same time. So they have to buy into it fully. And, and like... <laughs> people have put it on have just like been falling over in the room and stuff and like but it's, really also, fucking... it's also not so much the graphics quality you don't like you can have a sense of falling in games especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't especially if you don't expect it so it's one thing if you're like hey walk the plank and you're like preparing yourself and you realize this is not real right but it's another mm-hmm. thing when you're playing the game casually and you're moving about the world and like and then all of a sudden like this falling thing happens you definitely uh your brain definitely uh yeah it's fascinating like, yeah it believes it there's a sense that you're your nervous system can only really adapt to one reality. So it's like when you're inside the VR uh, and then you come back out, you feel kind of sick. And like, I I remember like when I got out of it, I was like, I couldn't really stand properly. I felt kind of dizzy and and strange. And there was the sense that there was uh, like an adaptation process happening where I was adapting to that world and therefore going out of sync with my, with my like real life world, which is quite interesting. So I reckon at some point people might have to make a choice between the two worlds, right? Otherwise they'll become way too dysfunctional to live in both yeah it's because our our brain is like good at uh like balance and things like that in the real world and so you're physically like it's different like if you're imagine if your body was suspended during this whole like vr thing and like your frame of reference is the same like maybe you're in some kind of like you know device or something like in Westworld or something (laughs) and then uh but if you're just sort of walking around the room it's not the same thing it's like you're you're balance centers of your brain are telling you to do one thing and your eyes are telling you to do some, you know, something else. And it's just like, it's kind of discombobulated. It's not like, yeah. So it makes a lot of people just feel ill and not feel particularly good about it. You can mm-hmm. get used to it. I think, but like, imagine if you have a room big enough and you like have all these sensors around the edge of the room, you can prevent yourself from like walking into walls and shit like that. But you'd have like have a big padded room to get this right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So the game would actually uh, create itself in such a way that like it conforms to your room so that you're never walking in like the turns and everything ensure that you're not walking into your own walls. So there's like these yeah. kind of interesting ways to build. Steffi, one, one of my kids was playing like VR and he uh, like punched his hand through a window. He actually went to the emergency room because he didn't, he didn't like the bound. Yeah, he's fine. He's totally fine. But like the boundary, like the boundary didn't work for him. <laughs> like smack through the window. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, that's crazy. So that, that's it's just interesting to talk about that. 
funny thing is on big commercial buildings, like um, when you have these like tall panes of glass, like people will fucking walk through, like hit the actual panes of glass too, too. So and even the real world people do that much less in some VR thing. It's kind of funny. It's like a, it's like a thing when we like construct buildings and things like we make sure that like your visual cues, make sure that you realize that there's actual glass there <laughs> and yeah, like the, the, like there's safety measures that are put in place on uh, tall buildings for that reason. And, and I will openly admit I've done that. I've broken like two of the, the screens, you know, like when you, when you're on like a uh, vacation or something, you have like the, that light, like extra door and you don't see it. I've like broken like three or four of them over my lifetime for whatever reason. I just didn't expect a door to be there and boom, right through crazy yeah yeah some people just retarded like that that's me <laughs> <laughs> anyway addy have you tried the vr stuff yet yeah i've used it like one of my friends they had them at their apartment like some old neighbors of ours i've only used it though like i was drunk when i did it so i don't think that it's maybe like a good um, maybe that's the right way to do it i'm not sure yeah, it was it was interesting. We played like it wasn't like um like what Bruce was talking about like walking the plank or anything. It was like a you had like um whatever like controllers in your hand and then it was like you were like um like slashing things almost like and there was music playing. I don't know what it was, but it was some very simple game, but it was really fun. I liked it. It was a little it was sort of like dizzying though when you have it on. I believe you were playing the game Free Ninja, Addy. Yeah. Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. There we go. Thank you. I don't know if it was, it was like, it wasn't that, but it was similar. It was like, I don't know. It was something with like, I don't know, music. Like you're like, like hitting the beats, trying to like play a song or something. I don't know, but it was. Oh, that would be Guitar Hero maybe? Mm, No, it was like, it was similar to that, but. Okay. I'm out of guesses, so I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so, it wasn't sorry. something like that I was like had been familiar with before. I think it was maybe just I don't know. This was um in like twenty twenty maybe. So it, I haven't played since then. I hate to uh cut this short of like seventy six hours or whatever the hell this is supposed to go to, but like, <laughs> I just realized like I've got some event to go to this evening uh like family event thing so like uh, we... coach if there's enough of uh, enthusiasm uh do you want to like open up another little room thing no but can we come to your event or what mm, not in this particular case no but <laughs> Why not? another time perhaps <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> uh yeah, it's like what we this this space was like extremely short for some reason. It's only like what nineteen hours or something. <laughs> this is like watching Dead Mouse. This was kind of this was like longer than the past couple of days. I fell asleep like I don't know at what time, but I like finally took a nap. But it's like ten o'clock here. I need to like get ready to go out. I've been laying in bed since I got back to New York. Yeah. So did you get enough rest before you do that? Because you didn't sleep at all today. Yeah, I well, I think I got, I don't know how long I was sleeping. I like tuned in sort of at the belly button part, but I had fallen asleep before that. So. Oh, good, good. Okay, so yeah, you kind of fell like, asleep in and out of this discussion. Yeah, I was like, like that really like jolted me out of my slumber and I had to wake up to contribute. So I don't yeah. know, maybe like an hour or something, but that's enough mm. for cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to just showed up. He's, he's about to tell us stories about like Japan and stuff and. <laughs> 
like you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's gonna say he he moved to japan out of choice rather than desperation <laughs> hi thanks thanks guys for the warm welcome i'm happy to be introduced in such a loving and, and thoughtful way bruce what a kind kind generous young man younger than me of course surely younger than all of us for sure hi Nikki. how was your twitter break it was great. I don't know why I'm back. And I should just because it's like every time I'm off Twitter, my life is just exponentially better. Like I like I've done so much, and I'm I didn't even know I could do that. Whereas like if I have Twitter, I'm like I download it and I just a doom scroll, and it's just it's just I don't know what I do. But I do like Twitter Spaces. I do I do miss this. How long did this one go? Well, before this drags on too long, let me drop you guys. <laughs> like, you guys maybe start something. Uh, I'll come back later maybe if you're still here. All right, catch you later, guys. I got to jump. Sorry. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part three of the three-part Sci-Fi Space, Lunk, Luna, and Other Banter. Recorded on Saturday, September 10th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Down the street in my six foe. I never had a six foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm seeing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats boom bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking But never find nothing We've been lied to thinking this surprise Under super secret lies Motherfucker sneak inside Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Going dark now believe me When I say this shit is do or die Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim, just make sure your claim Stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nicks Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Two spaces.